Hey, Carl here. Well, we have episode 33 of Ragged Coast for you um, called What? Um, called Watch Your Step Tonight. Um, of course, we are still in the Crypt of the Sunlard with um, Claren and Fence and Theraval and Mouse Fieldmouse and Crenshaw Jones and trying to catch um, Scarlet Antwerp and her minions who are somewhere in the dungeon uh, ahead of our adventurers. But um, our folks have well, Fence has fallen into a flea pit trap and is hanging, well, not on the edge, but 20 feet down, trapped between sort of walls that are slides with a bunch of spikes under him. So we'll see how they get out of this one. Monica. Awesome. Thank you. All right. We are back into the crypt under the the sun lord's crypt so extra deep for ragged coast here in the dungeons and the muck um i'm carl i'm dming and let's go around and introduce players and characters andy you want to start us off i'm andy and i'm playing fence the monk he's a wood elf wood elf um hand of healing uh, monk, eighth level. He's armed with a spear. And uh, right now, his high dexterity is being tested as he uses his agility and his um, monk skills to keep from falling into a, a pit of spikes. Uh, and I will kick it over to DJ. I'm DJ, and I will be playing Crenshaw Jones who uh, mixed sorcerer wizard investigator and uh, is still deeply concerned about the bullet that is clearly behind us waiting to eat someone. And I will pass it off to Kevin. Hi everyone, my name's, Ke uh, my name's Kevin. I'll be playing Theraval Fantastical, a level eight uh, Aladrin Arcane trickster. Um, together with his uh, familiar, who uh, hope lasts a little longer, um, uh, uh, Aspen Kutcher, a twig white riding atop a burrowing owl named Drake. Uh, I'm really looking forward to befriending said Bullet and uh, possibly persuading it to come join to a zoo or some kind. But, uh, or, you know, maybe a bear or something. I, I'm not looking forward to these, these, these god dang uh, balls that are like uh, bashing me around in this uh, room. Let me throw it over to uh, Janae. There's a joke here about no one liking ball bashing, um, but I'll digress from there. Um, Janae, I play Clarence de Cloven, level four fighter, level four druid, still out for revenge against my nemesis, Squar Scarlet Antwerp. That's all. Awesome. And I get to play two lovable NPCs, the fabulous mouse field mouse, um, Druid Witch, and the not so fabulous, mark my words, um, bandit who was picked up along the way when things went poorly for the 
bear claw group of bandits and is now a thrall servant friend um willing unwilling companion of crenshaw at all so what's yeah. name my words like is that actually his last name I don't know. I mean, all, we, all I had before was Mark. Do you like me words as a last name? Could, uh, I just <laughs> appreciated the weird humor of someone's name being Mark, my words. Yeah, I, I actually wrote it down someplace. So I suppose we could call it my words could be his last name. I think it's official. Okay, then it's official. Um, yeah, so... Mark has a last name now, advancing here. But we should hear a recap from Andy because Fence is not only above a bunch of spikes, but it's actually a flea pit trap, which has these wonderful sloping slides that go down. So it's not just your regular 10 fit, 10, 10 fit, 10 foot or 30 foot um, pit, but it's one that slides down and we have a monk, I guess, spread eagle trying to hold um, himself from, from sliding on down. But uh, Andy, would you remind us how we got here from last time? Absolutely. Here is the recap of episode 32, A Beautiful Pillar But Holes in the Wall. Claren, Crenshaw, Fence, Theraval, Mousefield, Mouse, and Mark descend the muck-covered stairs into a room with a sun column and reflective tiles on its walls. There are six exits from the room, including the hallway the party came in. Two of them are holes that have, that have been eaten into the reflective tiles. Two others are strangely revolving doors with images of the sun and the moon on them, and the last one is another hallway. Crenshaw and Theraval investigate the holes where something has eaten its way into the room. Crenshaw believes it was a boulette. Crenshaw, Mark, and Mouse Fieldmouse inspect the hallway leading out to the south, and they notice golden statues with swords and alcoves along the wall. They decide these are temple guardians and are best left undisturbed. Mark is not entirely convinced, but follows Crenshaw's lead and does not head down the hallway. Meanwhile, Fence leads Claren and Theraval out the door to the east. Crenshaw, Mark, and Mouse Fieldmouse hurry and catch up with the group, but they are just in time to see Fence spring a flea pit trap in the next room. He falls down 10 feet and is braced against two narrowing walls above a pit full of spikes. Off the walls are two ropes with wooden balls that are magically animated, thick, cursed tether balls, and they are zeroing in on fence, determined to make him fall the rest of the way down onto the spikes. All right, fantastic. So that's where we left it. And I just dropped the initiative sheet into chat Right now, I mean, you're only fighting the mechanical, magical object, the tether balls that are swinging around like a playground nightmare at the moment. I don't think we rolled initiative last time because you end it by 
falling into said traps. So let's roll initiative for folks and see what you want to do and the order in which you want to do it or you're able to do it. I will take care of our two NPCs. Oh, well, not so good for mouse. <laughs> I just rolled as uh, is sometimes my habit when so little is on the line. I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> so my initiative. That initiative is good. Impressive at 25. <laughs> I'm 24. <laughs> Being very responsive. I'm never as fast as We are so initiated. This got a little extra spring in your step. All right. Well, it's official now. It's marked right. words on the on the initiative sheet. Oh, all right. Everybody, good oh, fence is up at 25. I can this too. Kevin, you hey. said Daraval. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm on a different sheet. Yeah, I had a different mission sheet. I'm sending it to him. Okay. I'll just move it up to, to 24. Yeah. Yeah. When we and have two weeks in between sessions, I'm given time to reflect, and here's what I reflected upon. We are excellent players of Dungeons and Dragons because we detected magic in this room, and then we walked right in, and then we suspected traps, but did nothing about it. We did not send our rogue in to check for traps, no. Just the monk, who's wise but not smart, just walked right out onto the platform. So, um, uh true to form it was it was a lovely ending to the session for me because i was like crap they're, they're looking around they're not going in the room with the the statues the guardian statues <laughs> they're checking for magic and then you all were like we check for magic and we walk in <laughs> and i went yes uh well, so, we're great players because we're spunky. We're up for an adventure. It'd be boring if we didn't get into any trouble. Exactly. All right. Well, Andy, so what would Fence like to do with the 25? I do have these. Actually, I guess I should probably put the two trap items ooh, into the initiative. Um, those are not too bad. Um, but certainly Fence is able to react first. Great, so I'm wondering, um, and I don't have roll 20 up yet, so uh, I can do that right over here, but I'm, um, I'm wondering, uh, um, I wanna ask about a particular option um, and to see if it's available. If uh, fence burns um, a, or uses, a uh, a key um he can activate step of the wind which allows him to do uh, a double dash and to uh, double his jump speed 
And so my first question is, uh, if I were to use a key in this way, with the use of a, um, a double dash uh, fences agility and a double jump speed uh, or double jump distance, I should say, would fence be able to get to the um, from where he is now to the other side of the room? And is there a ledge or a door or anything over there um, further to the east? Yeah, so if you look in, well, so first of all, I don't know if you can actually do it. We're gonna have to roll for it. Okay. But if you look in roll 20, there is a five, 10 foot ledge on the Western side and the equivalent five, 10 foot ledge on the Eastern side. And it's the middle 15 feet of the room where the sides have opened up into this flea pit trap and have these sort of sloping downward slides. And it's 30 feet down. You're probably about 20 feet down. So the question would be flipping, running. You'd have to run up a slide for 20 feet. And it's a slide that's probably at much more than a, a 45 degree angle. I mean, these things are super steep considering they go down 30 feet and they angle over, you know, five, 10 feet because there's like a, the center row in the, it's probably a five, seven foot row of open spikes that are down at the bottom. Um, fence also, before you jump up, you do notice down at the bottom, there appears to be at least a previous victim of, of said trap. So there are bones and like a purple um, robe or cloth that are down there amid the, amid the spikes. Right. Um, with regard to the spikes, do I see any place in um, with my elfin uh, dark vision where I could uh, jump down below and not land on spikes or are there are spikes covering every uh, inch of the, the platform or the, the ground down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is thoroughly full of spikes. And I mean, they range from six inches to a foot in height and they're just all interspersed on the, the 15 foot long, seven feet wide area of, of spikes. Right. Well, um, I did just watch uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Is that what it is? Crouching Dragon, Hidden Tiger. Anyway, uh, the other day. And um, and I came away with the, with the impression that uh, monks make jumps and runs like this all the time. Though I think those might have been 20th level monks and I'm only an 8th level monk. So um, there it is. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Thank you. I was just misremembering because, of course, I was translating on the fly while I was watching the movie. But um, uh, the um, so I, I guess uh, the question is for you, Carl. Like that's what I want to attempt to do by using um, a key point. But what what would that involve? Yeah. So let me look at some of the mechanics of the trap here. You are 20 feet down. So you're trying to run up one of the slides and like 
flip over onto the ledge that's on the, the eastern side now. That's right. Yeah, give me a, um, give Am me, I... a, so use the key point and give me a dexterity check and tell me, tell me what that role is and I will tell you where you wind up. Excellent. Um, dexterity is my favorite uh, thing to try. Just uh, for the record, my walking speed is uh, 50 feet. So I can um, cover a great amount of distance, though I understand that not all of this is walking. And I'm going to um, jump over to roll 20. Let's see how I do. Three plus nine is a 12. A 12. Oh, um. I think you are sliding the rest of the way down onto the spikes. So back to the bottom and damage. A 10 foot fall plus said spikes. So the, um, uh, the falling distance because of slow fall, uh, is not a concern. Spikes are a concern. Basically, everyone else in the party sees my legs spin really quickly, like Wiley e. Coyote when he runs out over a cliff, and he and he thinks he's still running. Um, but yes, but tell me about these spikes. Okay, so um, 14, 15 points of damage from the spikes and four from the fall. Right, and then with slow fall. Um, so here's my question. Uh, as you may know, as a, um, a monk, um, I can use my reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage I take by an amount equal to five times my monk level. So that means that I can remove 40 points of falling damage by slowing my fall. Um, but, you know, spikes are spikes. But my point is I would not hit it with the typical velocity that um... yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair enough. So what happens is you're wily e. coyote, like you're ready to go, but these are slick, like they might be grease slides. I mean, you like go and you start to monk your way up, but you get maybe four or five feet, you slip and fall, you know, like a kid face plant into the into the sidewall, the slide, and start sliding down. You're able to use your monk, like, face, I guess, um, body to slow yourself down. So no damage from the fall, but 15 points from the spikes as your feet and that come in. So you are at 58, so that would go down to 43. All right. Hit points, and that brings us to... Um, Theraval. Um, I'm gonna yell like, hey, do you need a help down there? And the uh defense. Yeah, uh, and Kevin, remember you've still got tetherballs from hell. No, I know around. Um, is there, is there from, from behind you, Theraval, Crenshaw says. I'll get fence. You kick the room in the balls. <laughs> I just don't like this. So, so is the ball attached to the wall? Balls to the walls? Um, uh, over the pit? Uh, 
Yes and yes. Are, are, are we fighting this thing or like, can we, do we just have to get over the hole? I'd say fight it. Oh man. Anyone I, got any bludgeoning damage? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take out my second dagger of venom. And we're going to try and cut the chain on this because fascinating as a as a rogue i do not have a lot of i don't know i'm not really well prepared to fight balls and chains nor do i want any <laughs> could you maybe disable the trap as a rogue there's a trap yeah the I whole just room into it. Trap. you want me to disable the pit did i get that right or disable the balls on the wall Disable if you could disable the balls on the wall. All right, all right. Fence out of the pit. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna like hyperventilate a little bit, and like in this moment of like th these balls just knock knock uh, me out of like seeing through uh, Aspen's eyes. Can um, I, I want to like I don't know search for search for traps or mechanism to deactivate these. It's right there, we found it. But how do you deactivate it? You're, we're gonna, you want me to fight this thing? Okay, so you're go, Theraval, give me uh, give me there give me an investigation. So you're trying to figure out like how you would close this up. So what happened is the floor fell, and like the floor is now part of the top part of the slide, and instead yes. of like being piled dirt covered floor it's now slick metal slide and it basically goes down 30 feet to this middle five seven foot wide strip of a bunch of spikes which is where fence is now and you're trying to figure out like how do i close up the floor yeah. and also turn off yeah, I, I don't know what exactly activated this trap. Was it like a proximity, like a, a glyph or something? Or was it a pressure plate? Yeah, give me give me an investigation know. check and oh, yeah. let's All yeah, right. let's see what the overall notices. He is he's chatting it up with fence and crenshaw and everybody, but Theraval's also down to business looking around and all right. Uh I got plus seven. Oh man, that's a eleven. I'm gonna use my last lucky point for the day to make this count. That's a 17. All right, so with a with a little bit of luck, Theraval um, discovers exactly what Andy said in the chat, which is, oh, shit. yeah, pressure oh, plate. Uh, fence walked in and once fence was in this middle, you know, like it's a 15 feet wide pit. Once he was in the middle five feet, it activated and it would have activated uh, with a 17. I'll let you know that it would, the pressure plate would activate anywhere between the north and the south wall. So you could be up by the ropes or right smack dab in the center of the room where fence was, but that middle five foot area is a pressure plate. Okay, and following that access to the walls, is this like a, do, do you see like a, a lever or like a, a cog or something? Like what, yeah, is there a way to deactivate? Yeah, um, so right under like the five foot where it is, you can see where it goes into the walls 
like there's clearly a where the pressure plate goes into the wall. So there's a couple of little divots where it would have been held by the on the wall on the north side and the south, right between where the swinging you know ball on the rope is in both of those both of those places. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm gonna call that out. I'm gonna like well at, at the moment when I see this, I just want to point and be like pressure plate, and I know I know. It, I, I know Fence just stepped on it, but and like so, I feel a little dumb just pointing to exactly where Fence just stepped on it. That's that trap. <laughs> and, but I'm gonna like point, like follow my finger and like go over to direct it to the wall. Like there's the there's the spring and cop on the side. Say thanks, genius. <laughs> All Good right. Time. Well, I think um. Do you want Aspen or Drake to do anything, Kevin, before we move on to rope number one? Yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's have Aspen and Drake uh, do the help action for the person who's going to attack the south ball, low ball. Oh, so they are they are flying over that direction. All right. Um, rope number one, which is attached to the north wall, does not like Mr. Theraval and comes swinging at him. Um, and does a 23 hit? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, oh, that is all of three damage. So it like comes wailing at you. It looks like it's going to really like hit, knock you off your ass. And it just sort of boop, lightly touches you um, on the nose there of all and pull oh. back a little bit. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, oh, boop. Yeah. I mean, it was like right at you that. Just a little touch. Didn't even make your nose bleed. Well, maybe it made your nose bleed for three hits. Um, but, you know, it's like just out of one nostril, a little, you know, like a bad sneeze. Can, can I see if the other one is, am I within re range of the other one? Um, or just judging by the rope, you know, of this one, is if it just bopped me? Yeah, so it's reaching out from the wall and Bopchu. These things appear as if they would have a reach here. I'll draw it on the map and we can see. I mean, uh, so I would say a 10 or a 15 foot. Okay, I'm going to uncanny dodge it since I can see an attack and take half that damage. Okay, yeah. Rounded down. So I take one damage. Awesome. Yep. And do that in the thing. Claren, you're up next. Janae, what does Claren do? Um, where is the pressure plate on the map relative to where we are standing? Uh, here I can, where, where it would have been, let me draw it in with a different colored square here. So the pressure plate that Theraval has just pointed to would be uh, right there. So it's it. a five That's feet. A right under where the ropes would be. And like I said, Claren can now see what Theraval has pointed out, which is those divots under where the ropes are. And it looks like, I don't know, if you got in there with something, you might be able to um, have the, you know, trap close back up. Got it, okay. Um, 
Hmm. All right. I was thinking of a couple different things, but I'm not sure what I was thinking would work given that orientation. Okay. Um, and then where is rope, where are the ropes currently swinging on this map? And are they kind of like doing random motions or is it like a pattern? Like I'm kind of still trying to wrap my head around like what the ropes swinging around actually look like. Yeah, so if this is, I can't get the rope to, so if this is one rope, it uh -huh. has hit Kevin exactly, or um, Fairball, yeah. Exactly like that. But I mean, they're sort of like, Ooh, they're they're hooked onto the wall and they're reaching out and swinging and this one is like just hovering in the air you're not sure if it's going to drop down and try to smack fence like uh -huh. all down or if it's going to turn its attention to you and mouse field mouse or try to knock drake out of the air got it okay um so the so the rope number two that's um hasn't yet swung at anyone. It's just like swinging back and forth in place on the south part. Oh, no, no. Think of it more like a snake, uh, you know, like a snake's head. So it's up okay. to the wall and the little, it doesn't have any beady eyes, but if it had beady eyes, they'd be like, am I going to hit Claren? Am I going to hit Mouse? Am I, whoa, okay. fence is down there. I could bop him into the ground. Got uh, it. You know. And if we trimmed this rope, let's just say, um, is that ball, the metal ball, is it like, will it have the properties of like a typical metal ball and fall to the ground? Or is it unclear if it's like an actual object or like a magical thing? We don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm asking too many questions. Let's just do something. Um, just want to make sure I understood what's happening. Um, I'd like to step forward um, closer to the rope that's nearest me and get out my um, magical shears and try to cut the rope. Okay, so the difficulty of stepping into that five foot spot that you just moved into on the map is that that is now part of the slide. Ah, I don't want to do that then. So, okay. you, so that whole like two, two levered doors went like that. And okay. then that 15 feet middle part. So basically that is all like a slide going into the center of the, of the pit. So there is like stepping into that space would be stepping onto a slide and. Got it, got it. Okay. And then, okay, here's my idea then. Thank you. I was not understanding the space clearly. Um, I'm going to wild shape into a bird with a pointy beak. Um, so I don't know what kind of bird that would be. A uh, pointy beak bird. That, that's, a, that's very specific druid knowledge there. A bird <laughs> with a pointy beak. You know, I am a half fighter, half druid. I learned from some weird people in the woods. They didn't quite give me full knowledge. I'm still working on it. Um, let's call it an eagle. Sure. I'm an eagle now. Um, I think that's got a pointy beak. And I'd like to fly as an eagle over to one of the ropes and use my beak to gnaw away at it and try to break the rope. I don't know if I need to roll for that. Is that like a strike? Yeah, yeah, no, that, so you should do that as, as an attack. Okay. And is there like a melee attack? Well, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, and I, I mean, you oh, could yeah. turn, you could turn into an actually. eagle, but if you wanted to turn into something like a crane that had like a law, you know, I mean, whatever 
you can pick, although you'll appreciate the, um, the viciousness of the token that I'm about to give you here. Sweet. Yeah, no, I'll be obvious. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only bird that I happen to have. Like, it's a beautiful blue middle. bird. So it's scary. Very nice blue bird. No, I, I'll stick with my, even though your suggestion is good, Carl, I feel like it's cheating. So I'll go with my gut here of, of beak attack. Um, and give us about a plus five to hit. So that's a 15. Uh, 15 to attack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think that hits. Let me check the module. Uh, oh, yeah, that hits. Not Great. a problem. Yeah. And you should have control of that. Oh, you also get advantage because uh, Drake and. Oh, because of the helpers. Yeah. Oh, let me roll again then. I mean, well, I there's, oh, you might get a nat 20. Yeah. yeah. I did not. Okay. It was a much worse roll. Um, and then. Okay, so I just use my regular, I said to find evil damage stats, don't I? Uh, oh, here. I got you. Maybe. Thank you. Oh, Kevin has it for me. Sweet. It's a 1d6 plus 3. Okay. Damage. Um, okay. That's a 7. Okay, yeah, so you bite into the rope claw. You, like, probably rip away, like, half of the rope that's there so it's a little bit untwined along the base but it is still swinging that that metal ball out there and still going to it yeah okay well that actually brings us to rope number two one two three four five possibilities it does oh you're you even though you are like ripping it apart it like looks at mouse field mouse Oh no. Yeah, whales right at her. A 19. That is gonna be a hit. And ooh, eight points of damage. Um Yikes. and knocks her back on her butt. Um huh. That is really interesting. Mousefield mouse on our Google sheet has 55 current hit points and a maximum of 41. She's been working out. Yeah, and I'm just looking on her character sheet and her max is uh, 41. Hmm. Um, all right, I'm gonna subtract eight from 41 rather than from 55, because I have no idea how she would have had 55. So she will be 33. Um, interesting. Someone's been cheating. Which player was it? Maybe it's the DM. Um, okay, yeah. So Mouse Field Mouse is hit by a rope. And that brings us to Mark. Uh, Mark turns and looks at Crenshaw and is like, what the hell? We should get out of here, dude. Crenshaw says, <clears throat> you should stay right here in this doorway. Don't take a step into the room, but if you leave, the boulette will probably eat you. <laughs> so hold still. All right, it's your turn, Crenshaw. Mark is All right. rooted with to the that, With that terrible warning, 
Uh, and, he's, he's looking at, and he's looking, I mean, I have to say, he's looking at Theraval, who's got a little bit of a bloody nose. He's looking at Mouse Field Mouse, who's sitting down on her butt in front of him, hit by the ropes. And he like turned and tried to leave. And now he's like, <laughs> but yeah, go, go, DJ. Uh, Crenshaw casts fly on himself. Okay. And then moves into here and picks up fence and continues over to here and deposits fence. Excellent, so fence is now on the other side of the, the sliding pit trap as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're able to move through there. I mean, in part, all this is happening in the same six seconds, but as Theraval gets bashed in the nose, Field Mouse gets knocked down, the two oh. rooms are occupied and Crenshaw just moves on through awesome so uh so fences up here with me and how high is the ceiling here um ceiling of this room is 20 feet tall that's pretty then, good um that's perfect so i am going to uh i'm just gonna head up for the ceiling and so Crenshaw braces himself against the ceiling and hangs out up there. And that's okay. what, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah. That's Fair. my move. Um, mouse Field Mouse is going to thorn whip the rope to the south. And she hits it. And let me see. It's not going to do a lot, but it will tangle it up. And... Oh, Claren, would you remind me how much damage you did? Seven. Seven. Okay, seven. And she does five. All right. It is, so while this rope that's coming out of the south wall is not destroyed, it's now like wrapped up. Like she thorn whipped it and it is now, the ball is like tight between the rope in the wall and mouse field mouse. And she's like, pulling it towards her. And that brings us to the top of the order. Fence, you have been hella padded, hella lifted to safety. Uh, thank you very much, Crenshaw Jones. Uh, Fence uh, shoots two arrows at, uh, or he'll shoot one arrow first at uh, the, uh, the unpleasant tetherball uh, to the south. Is that the one that's uh, injured? Yes, it is. Uh, let's see how he does with that. Uh, so that's somewhere in the neighborhood of a 20. That's a hit. And then uh, one moment. Let me just look to see with his longbow. It's D8 plus five. And so that would be uh, eight points of damage. Okay, was that, a, that wasn't a nat 20 on the, the two hit, was it? It was not, no, sorry, it was um, uh, unnatural 20. Um, yeah, so you- or, was, Yeah, Go You ahead. hit 
you hit it right where the, the ball is attached to the rope, severing the rope. And in fact, the heavy metal ball is still, like the rope is going limp, is sliding back against the wall. It's gone. I'm gonna roll a dexterity check for Mouse Field Mouse who had her thorn whip like wrapped around the rope and around the ball because she's now got this huge heavy object out. Oh, it's a three. She's got a good dex, but um, that's just a seven. Um, mouse field mouse falls into the trap and down the slide. And can I have her scholarship if she's dead? <laughs> <laughs> That's 10, 15, 22, and six, 28 points of damage to Mouse Field Mouse, who descends all the way to the bottom of the pit. Ouch. Um, yeah, ouch. 20, ooh. All right, 33 to 28, 33 minus 28 is a big six, no, five. Oh. Ow. Um, yeah, so she's, I mean like, and so now there's a heavy metal ball, this bag or, tarp and some bones and mouse field mouse down at the um the bottom of the pit and that brings us to theraval oh i've got a second arrow yeah, I have a second attack i'm sorry that's fine uh so that worked out so well i'm going to now uh shoot my second arrow at uh the other ball uh <gasps> and I got, oh, uh, a f let's see, one moment, please. Uh, a 13. That is also a hit. And then that does uh, one plus five is six points of damage. Okay, yeah, so that one, it hits a little into the rope, bounces a little bit off the ball. The arrow is stuck in, in the wall over there, but the rope and the ball is, are still still animated. All right, um, Kevin, Theraval and Pets. So Mouse is in the pit in the middle or right? Yeah, she's 30 feet down and in that middle square, I can't, quite move her there but okay yeah. and is it dark uh, in here does someone have a light source would you call it dim light or darkness um mark is holding the torch so theraval you are not in dim light you are in the in the torch light um uh, hmm. Yeah, if it was dark, I could fly. Yeah, um, you you happen to be standing next to the hireling, so. Yeah. Do we need Mark? I I can 
I can get everybody across there of all. Oh, you're going to do that? All right. I've got this. So you just focus on killing the balls. Okay. I'm going to take out a dagger of venom and go back up to this, the one that, the rope that booped me. And uh, actually, I, I'm going to fly uh, Drake and Aspen over to it. Okay. To the help action. Yeah. Um, and I'll attack it, the ropes part of the ball and chain. Okay. The problem the is, it's like not really in that space you would have to get to where aspen is to attack or you can hold your action until it moves up to like actually strike you oh yeah let's do that okay i'm gonna like point to my nose and be like want want some more gotcha very like i'm gonna like have that dagger ready behind my back these balls respond to taunts i don't know we're gonna find out (laughs) I hope it has a ghost in it, you know? Um, So you you do that. It like looks at you. (laughs) Punches Aspen with a nat 20. (gasps) Oh, that's so mean. Oh, shice. That's a one that's doubled. It's a two points of damage to Aspen. Oh, that was going to be so good. Um, no. <laughs> two points of damage on Aspen. Um, yeah. This is uh, a booping ball. This is this ball is not good. This ball yeah, is like it's, bomb. It's, <laughs> this, this ball needs help. I feel bad for this ball. It's like vicious. And once it gets to the moment of actually killing, like it looked at you. It like was like, yeah. Ugh. And then it like stopped. Two, two points of damage. What are you doing to me, Dice? Um, Claren. Um, where is the thorn whip that um, Mouse lost her grip on? Is it still kind of tangled? Oh no, no. It's it? so she had the grip. Part of the problem was it was wrapped around that the metal tether ball, and then she it just like pulled, and she was holding onto it too tightly, and then okay. she went. Tumbling yeah. down. Yeah, tumbling down. And so now it's, and I don't even know if the thorn whip is still there. Her concentration is broken. So like it would have magically dispersed on the- Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that south, the south ball is still in motion, correct? It's just- uh, No, no, it's gone. It, it oh, actually it's gone. Okay. Rolled, well, yeah, the rope was cut and the the thorn whip was wrapped around the metal ball oh, so I see. Ball rolled down the slide mouse field mouse came tumbling down after and both the metal ball and mouse field mouse are now 30 feet below you in, got the, it, got it. in the spikes okay thank you i don't know i was having having such trouble visualizing this tonight um i'll i'll fly over to the north uh no no that's that, that ball dumb well, I might as well get rid of it, though. I'm already in brute form. Might as well. Let's just get it done. Yeah, go fly over. Yeah, and, yeah that works. So yeah, fly over. Give it a little nibble. Okay. Yeah. Roll it to hit. Nom nom. All right, that's a fifteen. Uh, that is a hit. Okay, and then that's going to be a three plus. What was it? I think it's plus three, right? Yeah. So it's six. Six damage. Okay, so it has taken 12 and it is still up, um, looking a lot more frayed okay. at this point in time. 
brings us to rope number two, which is no more. And the metal ball down in the bottom with um, mouse field mouse is not rolling around or anything. Mark words is hanging out in the doorway as instructed, Crenshaw. Uh, where did Mouse go? Um, she is 30 feet down the slide in the middle. Over here? Of the spikes, yes. Okay, because her thing disappeared, so. Oh, really? Crenshaw goes, flies in, picks up Mouse, flies back out. Deposits okay. Mouse over here. Gotcha. That is, oh, she's over on this side? Oh. I just moved her over. That, so, yeah. That matters. Will Crenshaw take an attack if he goes over here? Um, to this side. Yeah, well, if you fly within, so basically if you fly in the north half of the room, um, if you go into that territory and then out of it, you would, but she was down here. She was in the south half. Okay. You could fly okay. mouse up without evoking an opportunity attack from the rope in the north. So that is uh, 5, 10, 20. Yeah. All I can do is go there and back. That's about 60 feet. So I pick her up and deposit her. OK. Um, mouse field mouse. Um, oh, dog, what did we do? Spell-wise, she had cast Goodberry before. She is going to cast Goodberry and generate um, 10 berries, which she can start consuming next round. Um, and that brings us to Fence. Oh, I think we will... We can go ahead and go to Theraval and let's not forget, we'll circle back to Fence when, ah, there he is. It's my understanding that there's one ball left. Uh, yes. There is, it has taken 12 hit points of damage. It is still up amidst the birds in the Northern part of the room. Um, uh, Fence is going to shoot at it with his bow and he gets a 12. Excuse oh. me. I don't know if it's a, uh, it's either an 11 or a 12. Let me just check. Uh, an 11. Hmm. Hold on. Nope. That actually, that just hits. All right. And so that does uh, three plus five, eight points of damage. It is no more. All right. Nice. Uh, one sort of goes, it goes, it doesn't rip through the rope entirely, but it sort of deanimates and goes and it falls. And so the rope is hanging about 20 foot of rope with that metal ball hanging down, down the slide. And the other one is like rolling, well, is now stopped on the, the spikes at the bottom. That encounter probably did more damage to us than it does to most people who try to come through this room. Uh, it seems to me that um, after 
uh, we are flown across this chasm of a pit trap. I wonder if we should uh, see if Crenshaw wants to um, fly down to see if there's uh, uh, anything interesting near the purple roided, uh, robed corpse uh, or uh, any other things that can be discovered. I could also scout in bird form if that's easier for saving spell slot capacity. I think he's still got the um, fly spell going. Oh, okay. Got, that'll, last, that'll last for about 10 minutes. So okay. <clears throat> where did... I'm sorry, Fence. I'm going to get every... I'm going to ferry everyone across. Excellent. We might um, still make use of the fly spell in our next encounter once we go through that door. For instance, uh, Crenshaw might want to fly up to the ceiling and blast people from out of range. Yep. So while Crenshaw is getting Theraval and uh, Mark across and then looking down in the in the holes just to see if there's anything interesting down there, um, you all might want to check the door and keep heading in that direction. Okay, I learned my lesson. I'll check the door for traps. With good plan, I'll be right back. Yeah, and Kren, um, okay, yeah. So Theraval, do the I'll give the description of the door, and Crenshaw, I will then tell you about what you see down down in the pit. Okay. okay. Um, Theraval, so at twenty seven for for like investigating the door. So this door also has the has like the the hieroglyphic images of the the sun and the moon just like the door that you went through did. Although in this one they're they're almost the mirror opposite. That is if that one had it on the left was the sun and the right was the moon, this one there they're inverted. Um, you also are attending a lot more like to the mechanics of the door and it's these weird things that rotate around a center pole, but you're looking like, would there be a trip wire or anything? And you're like, no, it, it's safe to open this door. Um, but you do notice, and I, I need you to open the door to do this. So I'm just gonna check and make sure you're opening the door, but I can tell you, some important details. You don't think the door is trapped at all. Okay. Yeah, can I open it with my mage hand? Sure, absolutely, right. yeah. Um, so as you open the door, you notice in the wall, both on the left-hand side and the right-hand side, there's like this series of pins and that as it spins to open, like it's pushing differently on the pins and you sense that it's like activating pins in other places? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna point out the pins. I'm going to full Rain Man this episode. Um, so uh, I'm gonna start pointing, say pins. The doors are moving the pins here and somewhere else. I'm not going crazy, you all see them? 
Does that, do, I think I, I'm getting, Janae, you're looking at me quizzically. Um, you want to no, ask I've, a question or? I, I think, I'll, I'll just ask, is there a pattern to the pins movement that you're noticing? Sure there is. <laughs> uh, and like, I don't know, math is going to fly around my head. And <laughs> discern, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to discern a pattern in that no matter what. Okay. I don't know what the pattern is, but it's there. I still know what we do with this information right now, other than just like they're moving. Yeah, can I play with the pins? Um, sure. Do you, well, do you all want to go into the next room as well? I recommend we look to see who needs additional healing before we uh, rush into the next yeah. encounter. Yeah. I'm thinking especially about Mouse Field Mouse. I'm mm -hmm. glad that she's uh, healed 10 points with her good berries, but oh, okay. uh, she may need more. Uh, so I, Fence I, took I, some damage too. Right. While you all were doing this, she was actually, now that you look over at Mouse Field Mouse, her face is like covered with berry juice. Um, she cast three good berries and ate all 30 of the berries. And so she's now like black, like she takes a, a, a napkin and wipes, wipes off her face. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to say attractive. <laughs> so mean. We had that lovely rom-com moment earlier there. So I don't know, Theraval. Um, she's a negative. She blushes when you say that. Oh. oh. Um, <laughs> Opposites attract. All right. Um, Crenshaw inspecting things. And then Fence, I know you're, you were asking about additional healing. Um, Crenshaw, down in the bottom of the pit area, um, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna pull a token over just to give you an image of what the what the thing looks like at the bottom. The, mm -hmm. And you can you can zoom in on that. The oh, wow. um, sort of the skull and the bones and then the the bluish purple cloth that is that is wrapped around it. And okay. do you want to give me an investigation down there? Uh, yeah, I'd love to. 15. Uh, there's something, there's something in its pocket. <laughs> there's something in its pocket. Yeah, with a 15, there's something in its pocket. I mean, what has it, it got in its pockets? In its pockets. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go through those pockets and check for loose change. Um, he is completely dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is he is completely dead. Um, you pull out three things. You pull out a rook. So a, a you know the chess piece, okay. pull out which is which is white. You pull out another 
figurine, which is roughly the same size as the rook, a little bit taller, it's pointed, and you might think bishop, but it has like a face on it and more like it, like, but its arms are in by its side, but it's holding like a spear. And as you look at it, it looks remarkably like one of your companions, like fence. The third piece that you pull out um, is a figure that's standing with its arms out, sort of to the side, holding the hilt of a sword, and the sword is pointing like down at the ground and strikes you as being exactly like the statues you saw in that previous hallway. And that piece is black. Fence and the rook are white and the statue with the sword The word in the chat is creepy. That is, yeah. All right. So uh, that's, is there anything else on him that I can find or just those figures? Um, yeah, that should be enough. You got three creepy. Yeah. What is our magical? You got, you got tattered cloth and you got a human skeleton. And does... Does this guy look familiar? Have, have we? It's a skull. Okay. And a bluish cape. Okay. Um, bluish purple cape. Cool. Then I am gonna fly back up. Okay. Yeah, nice. Wait. Uh, the cape, is the cape in tatters? Yes. Okay. Well, then I'm not going to bring it with me. Yeah, it would, I mean, like when you reached in and grabbed out the, um, the pieces, like the cape was pretty much like dry rotted and falling through. You could try to pick it up and take it out, but it, your thought is that it probably would disintegrate. Okay, cool. Well then. All right, so I think we should go to fence and healing and then into the room beyond the door with the, the pins and the, the mage hand or at least give you a description of that room. But I, I don't wanna, do not want to neglect the, um, the healing that was being discussed. Right. So as an action, uh, Fence can spend a key point and touch a creature or himself and restore 1d6 plus 5 hit points. So uh, he wants to do this both for uh, himself and um, for Mouse Field Mouse. So let me jump 
what did I just say? Um, 1d6 plus 5. One moment. So he'll do mouse field mouse first, of course, and he'll uh, 6 plus 5, 11 hit points for her. All right, so she is up to full. And then uh, for himself, uh, six hit points, less impressive. I think he's gonna do that again. He's gonna burn a third key point on this. That's better, five plus six. So 11 and six, 17 hit points healed. 50 and then actually up to, so you're up to 60 hit points then. Right. Nice. And that was your third key point used? Right. And let me go mark that here. Okay. Um, let's do some polygon reveal <coughs> and show you. Should we short rest? Thank you. Do we need to short rest for spells or? I would short rest personally. Uh, well, I well, here the, I oh. I had mage, mage hand and opening oh, right. the door to the room and Theraval, you actually probably are more like oops up here since you were inspecting it closely. Um, the room and you can decide not to go any further into it if you want. This room has a large statue with a fountain in the northern end of it. Um, the statue is a statue of the sun god Ra, and he is standing there um, on this pedestal, and on either side of the pedestal, this thing is up about five feet off the ground, but it looks like there's some sort of maybe it's the equivalent of a sundial on either side. You can't really make out details of it where you are, you know, 25 feet away, but it's like sundial on the left, sundial on the right, Ra in the center. Um, and he is standing there, one hand um, held to his chest, the other hand like reaching out. He's a little bit kneeling, but out of his hand, water is like flowing into into the pool that's in the in the front of the in front of where the statue is there are also ruins hieroglyphics like all the walls are carved with intense hieroglyphics like all the way around they're about three inches tall and they run like from the door where you are all you know fully circling all the way up to the 20 foot ceiling mark so it's almost like you're walking into the inside of a of a book um Theraval, you also notice that the door to the south has the same sun and moon fixtures on it but it is really three quarter sun and only a quarter moon to it and you have a little bit of curiosity about like, wonder if that door has pins in it, like this last door that I just dealt with. Um, does everyone see this? 
or like if not i might say like can we get someone who can good is good with magic arcana check up here uh i wonder if we should have theraval uh check the ground for uh traps i see all right pressure such as we didn't do in the previous room okay something called learning i'll 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 check for traps like and i want to like just double check if there's any like wards or glyphs immediately if you step into the room or like on the side of a wall I'm still in bird form, I'll note. So if it makes sense to have someone scouted out by flying in, otherwise I think I'll just turn back into a human because I think given what's in that room, being a human will probably be more useful. You you might hold off on turning back into a human until um, we see what's in the next room in case flying will still be necessary. Yeah, that's prudent. Also, mm-hmm. if, you're, um, if you're attacked in bird form and you lose all of your hit points, then you will transform into a human anyway with uh, all of your original hit points. Fair enough. Kind of no harm in staying bird-like for a little while longer. Any traps? Oh, I'm sorry, I need to roll. I think so. Is that part checking for traps? I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, let's do this real quick. That's a 15. You don't see any traps. We don't know what the hell everybody's yelling about. Check for traps. <laughs> I think we feel like we don't want to fall into pits again. It's like a pretty reasonable no, thing. No traps. We don't need any more. <laughs> I'll prove it. I'll prove it. I'll uh, step one square forward. And I'll step into the room one square. And I'm gonna like act like see. Theraval. Oh Statue's mouth starts to move. Looming <laughs> twice says, For those of you who do not know me, I trust in honesty and believe in shining light where there is darkness. But also, that nothing should be expected for free. And that only when you openly give of yourself can you justly expect to receive of others. So face me and tell me of yourself. Place your hand where I may know something of how you think and what you believe. Does everyone hear that? Um, the rest of you hear it sort of echoing, a little muffled um, from around, but yeah, you you hear it. We've got your back, Theraval. Go for it. Uh, I worshipped Loki. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> now you tell us. <laughs> That explains a lot. Got like a tattoo of him on my back. <laughs> um, still, you, just play it off. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to put my hand in this thing and then tell it something about me. I don't know. What do you What do you want to do? 
So you're, the, the door by Crenshaw and Aspen and Theraval is open to the room to the west. You've got the hieroglyphs. You've got the speaking statue. You're still a good distance away from it, Theraval. Time to get vulnerable, Theraval. I don't want to get vulnerable. All right. You're, All right. I'm going to go up to this fountain. Okay. Um, so when you, come, when you come up to the fountain, you notice the things that look like sundials are actually, they're raised things that are roughly the size of your hand. Like you could place your hand in the one to the West. It'd be, uh, you probably, you're not 10 feet tall. So you couldn't also place your hand in the one in the right. I mean, but you could place them separately. And each of them has, is like a compass, except instead of having four points, it has, um, has five. And they're written, it's hieroglyphs, um, Theraval, it's basically, Lawful, neutral, chaotic, good, evil are the five different points. And that same set of five is the same set of five on the right as well. And as you get to the statue, like it's sitting there and you see it like burbling. And I mean, it's spoken and you get this sort of like, it almost feels like the eyes are watching you and that they glance over to the right and then they glance over to the left and then they're like staring intently at you. But then you're looking at them and I mean, they're just friggin' metal, you know, statue eyes. Um, Pass Zoltar energy here. Yeah, it, so, so there's two di dials, 10 di 10 feet apart, I can't really get to uh, each at the same time. Each, uh, instead of a compass of so four era, like directions, there's five. Um, is there what, can I see in the fountain? Like um, for any kind of clues of a prior, like any remnants of a person? <laughs> oh, no, no, so the, the, the fountain is, it's, um, you know, eight feet wide, four, uh, three foot, um, sort of radius. You see how it looks a little bit like a half circle there. And it's probably 18 inches deep or so at the deepest point. It's sort of a, a bowl, bowl shaped or like half bowl shaped. Mm -hmm. And it looks like, you know, there's fresh water that's flowing out of his hands into it. There must be some sort of filter mechanism at the bottom that it's going through. Um, there's no bones there's no i mean it's actually not like a lot of moss or anything in it it just seems like really clear water in this um it's a metal statue and then like the the platform here is made out of stone okay um i mean what's the worst that could happen right here right so Let's go to the dial on the right, and we're going to. What? Sorry, do I put my hand on it or pick one of the five? 
Yeah, so you, you, so you could, yeah, if you want to place your hand on it, there's a spot and like you would be setting your palm out full and just like placing it in where other, a person has clearly placed the, you know, the palm okay. in, and then it's got the five different words like written around it. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, don't tell anyone. You know the, the secret, Mister <laughs> Mister Ross. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna turn the dial to a uh, chaotic. Okay. And, uh. Um. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna say like. Uh, Uh, I, I, I want, I want to cage others because <laughs> selfishness is my prison. <laughs> All right. So you like place your hand in, turn it yeah, to, to chaotic. Um, I need to see. Um, would you? roll dice for me would you roll three eight-sided dice eight six and two eight six a total of 16 um and make that a total of 21 and add that to your hit points Ooh. So you are now back to full. So I'm just back to full or do I go over? No, you do not go over. Um, you never know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well worth asking. Oh. Oh, wait, what? There's a catch. Yeah, there, oh, there is a catch. There is Wait. a sudden flash. Wait. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a sudden flash. And with lightning speed, the, the thing that you had touched and were turning, like grasp your hand, and you are um you can actually do you want to try to well what do you want do you want to try to pull away you can get to a dexterity saving throw to pull your hand out i recommend yes yeah i i That's, think i might take that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but <laughs> that <laughs> theraval is bravely stupid or foolish yeah um, yeah, we're still gonna do the dexterity saving throw. So that's a one. So that's a dirty twenty. Um, by the skin of like this thing starts to grasp. It's about and you like pull your hand out and like your fingernails are like like trimmed, but you have pulled away from it. Um, and you are standing there. Um. All other sound except for the bubbling water seems to be silenced. Um, um, it's creepy. 
Are we done? (laughs) (laughs) You feel its eyes move over to the right hand one. Like you went to the, you went to the one to your right. It now looks at the one over to your left. Oh God, oh, all right. God darn it. All right, we're gonna go to the one on the, that one too. I'm, I'm really dreading not keeping one of my lucky points now. We're gonna put my as hand go, on. As you go to the other one, it says, will you give in order to receive as is right and proper? Right and proper. Uh-huh. I think this is a... A riddle? Yeah. Or a pun or something. Uh, Maybe offer yeah. a gift of some sort. I'm going to put my left hand on that. And uh, this is... Yeah, we ain't being cheap here. Um, we are not going to be cheap. Uh, it's a shame that I spent so much money on the uh, on the deed on a deed. Uh, but yeah, we are going to toss in a periapt of health. Um, really? Uh, well, how, is that too much? <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to give some gold, but yeah, let's see what happens. I mean, I mean, we we did have you carrying most of our magic items, so uh, well, okay. I need the gold. But okay, all right. This so thing is trying to take my like life or hands or something. All right, so you you drop the the periapt of health into the the basin, and it goes and seems to go down, and it, like. There is indeed like the drain part at the bottom and it seems to go into that. You're now placing your left hand into the onto the left hand pedestal. Did we sell this periaptive health and I just no. didn't? Uh, okay. No, you're good. You had it. You, yeah, you're good. Um, okay. So what do you do with your hand? What are, uh, where are you turning? Are you turning it to chaotic? To I'm going to turn it to neutral. To good. Okay. Neutral. Because... I don't know. I'm chaotic neutral, and we did chaotic. Now it's neutral. It's just a classic, straight up bribe to the gods. <laughs> um, you put your hand in, and you feel like a blast of energy that runs up your arm. You take five hit points of damage. However. Um, you get this sense that for getting hurt, you feel like you've gained something from it. Like you take five hit points of damage, but like, instead of being like, oh, my nose got bloody or all this hurt, you're like, oh, oh. Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. not bad. I, Fence, hey, it's your turn. Um, like you're yeah. like, okay. It, it it's all good, guys. It feels Great. pretty good. You know, it's a little I'm painful. Glad you but feel feels so good. good. If but we feel this room is safe, and uh, now that Theraval's had his his fun, his communing moment, and uh, he's made a donation. 
uh, uh, Fence wants to go listen to the door to the south. Yeah, were we are we just like all standing outside the door, like what is taking Theravos? Or I see me, I'm a bird, so I'm just like, like what is happening? Um, what do you I think, Crenshaw? Um, we saw them like watching this whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I guess mean, I Crenshaw was. Just, has been. Yeah, I guess I was assuming Crenshaw or someone was keeping the door open that you didn't just let it rotate close and Theravol went in there. So you've all been sort of like. Uh, yeah, listening and watching Theraval go and deal with the statue. Um, yeah, Great. Andy, if you want to move fence to the south door, sure. Yeah, go listen to the south door. All right. Uh, one moment. And uh, Fence does a, uh, a perception check at the door and rolls um, a six plus eight is a 14. Yeah, nothing that, I mean, it's a thick door with um, three quarters of the sun and a quarter of the moon on it and you don't hear anything through it. All right. Uh, Theraval, why don't you bring your electrocharged self over here and be the first one to go through this door so we can check for traps and um, also see if there are any kind of pin patterns here as you saw before. Okay, okay. I'll come over and I'll check for traps, which AKA means stick my face in it. <laughs> you can mage, stick your mage hand in it. All right, I'll stick my mage hand in it. Do, do you want me to roll an investigation, Carl? Yeah, please. That's a 19. Um, you're pretty sure, one, that the door isn't trapped, but two, you're pretty sure that Fence isn't going to be able to open it at the moment. Oh. Um, Fence, I don't think you can open this. Great. Let's um, have you open it then. All right, I'm going to open it. I feel um, like the cause episode is probably going to be terrible. Guinea pig and Captain Obvious. Yeah, and, uh, and recent convert. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I don't know how, how Loki feels about Ra, but. Um, um, yeah. Uh, Theraval, the what's um, as you all ev everybody is in the room, and one of the interesting, noteworthy points, I suppose, in this case is that at least at the moment, this door, not only because of Crenshaw, so this the door over to the west is uh -huh. in the shape that the rectangle is right now. Like it's still, like Crenshaw has moved away, like he had been propping it open with his foot. It's mm -hmm. still open at the moment. Like 
when you came in through this door, it immediately oh. closed behind you. This one has is open still. Oh, okay. Um, do I want it closed? Like, it, I, I want the pins kind of like, I don't know. Uh, maybe we should cl close that and then open this up next one. Right? Yeah, seems worth a shot. Okay, so you go yeah. back here yeah. and you turn it. that door so that it's, yeah. it's closed. Uh, yeah, and you push on this one and it opens. Nice. Ooh, ooh. Okay. The pins, the pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in oh, actually when you push this one open, you hear pins clicking. Um, and Theraval, you will recall that this door that the first door that you went by you mean up the stairs not up yeah but up the stairs but also yeah. over here had pins as well although it closed immediately afterwards yep. so so far one two three this is the fourth door that you've went through and they all have like both on the upper left hand side and then sort of midway on the right hand side a set of pins and you've heard them like clicking differently as they've been open and closed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, do i recall the puzzle or that that there was a dial one with uh, Roman numerals of the clock and several of the numbers were red. Do you remember that, Carl? Yes, I do. Okay. What was that thing again? Um, <laughs> I threw it away. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm grabbing my notes. There you go. Notes are important. There were Roman numerals and different ones were numbered differently, might very well correspond to this. Um, oh, sure. Throwback puzzle. Yeah, you see a, a hallway that goes to the south. Ta da! <laughs> um. <laughs> Watch your step on the way down, everyone. Try it out the slide. I'm still flying. I'm not stepping on anything. Fine, bird brain. Has it been 10 minutes? Watch out. There's a poop on your head. I'm a bird. I can do that. Can't insult me too um, much. Crenshaw, so no, good. you're probably still flying. Are you, do you guys start heading down? And then which way, which way are you going to go when you get down here? Are you heading to the the west or the east or? We probably want to go down and look both directions and uh, see what there is to be seen. Awesome, okay. Does, is ahead. there anything to be heard before we go down these stairs? Uh, yeah, give me another perception roll. One moment. So that's an 18 plus. Uh, eight is a 26. Yeah. Um, you're in a 
in in a crypt actually the only thing that you can hear is the the water flowing out of the into the the puddle behind you into the puddle behind you into the pool behind you so it's actually it's a nicer sound than that um but yeah that's that's it otherwise it is complete silence to the southwest and east all right uh Fence is ready to walk down the stairs himself. He's back up to almost full hit points. Awesome. Yeah, go uh, ahead and give me, would you guys line up like from like, see where I'm clicking right now at the bottom part of the steps, just in the order that you're going here. So I know how we're set up. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of flying over the party. So it's hard to say it's like not in a linear order, but I'll, I'll continue to kind of be immediately behind fence since that seems to be my typical spot. Okay, I'll put now field mouse next and then here and then credit. I'm flying above. If there's room, I'll, I'll just fly above everyone. Sort of hovering over the middle. Okay. Yeah, so let me do this. Oh, I'm bullet tunnel below us. Um. Ha. All right. Fun. Very scary sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you all have gone down here. Fence, you are looking down these tunnels with your dark vision you see this you see a hallway to the west you see a hallway to and a door to the south you see a hallway and a door to the east and then you hear like a crumbling of rock behind you and you hear mark scream ah and he falls 30 feet below into oh. a bullet tunnel <gasps> and no. mark me words mark. barely knew you Ooh. um you want mark's college scholarship too terrible yeah of course oh no one had healed mark <gasps> oh mark breaks his neck in the fall oh oh is and there is there any way that being above <laughs> him i can grab him or do anything to prevent him falling um give me a um give me a dexterity check crenshaw all right, let's see if I can save Mark's life here. <laughs> oh, Mark. We just given you a last name and everything. I know. We finally get an NPC with a last name. 18. An 18. Woo. 18. Um, so 
I would either grab him or like dive down after him if I yeah could. yeah 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 you're 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 not able to grab him right as he starts to fall but you are able to race down I'm going to give Mark I had five hit points I'm going to give him a d6 at falling damage but you catch him question is wow. do you catch him you know it's a 30 foot fall so it should be 3d6 so a five or a six you're we're still going to lose mark okay oh that's a five um crenshaw you but this makes it interesting because then you are able to see okay so let me describe this <laughs> The it's falling, the steps are opening, there is a crunch. Mark is like falling down. Crenshaw, you dive down, you get down, and like, in fact, you catch him before he hits the ground, but there is a big chunk of the step that falls and hits him like right on the forehead. So you've caught him under the arms, and he like expires. Well, this is very much Crenshaw, like right into your chest and you're holding him, but you are looking to the West and you see two skeletons in like the blue cloaks. They look a hell of a lot like the dead thing that you just saw. And they seem to be playing chess on a little table. And one of them takes a piece and goes, damn, you got me. And he throws it back over his shoulder. And literally, your hands are under Mark's armpits, like holding him up. And the piece falls into your left hand. And <gasps> on. And guess whose face is on the palm? Is it Mark? It is Mark's face. Oh, shoot. Oh. And then you hear the other skeleton. So the one over here on the right is the skeleton was like, oh, you got him. And he throws it back over his shoulder. The skeleton on the other side is cackling. <laughs> oh, you're here, he says to you. And why don't we stop there for the evening? Whoa! Oh. oh. Wait. So is Mark? What? <laughs> I think those skeletons had a pretty definitive plan here. I think he. I think he I mean, dead dead. He has to be dead dead, right? Oh, I'm. I think Mark's dead dead. Yeah. All right. I think we lost him. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is some this is a wild dungeon. There's a lot happening here. All right. There is a lot happening. Wow. All right, boys and girls. Um, I'm gonna stop. I'll see you in two weeks. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, fun stuff. Awesome. See you then. Oh man. So that was that was quite the ending. I love the the moment of the the pawn version of mark me words being thrown over the um crypt things shoulder towards um crenshaw who's holding holding mark there after his fall uh, when we played through that i couldn't believe how neatly that um 
and climactically that that ending wrapped up. In any case, that is it for episode 33. I'm going to take Janae's suggestion and call this episode Watch Your Step. Um, we will definitely be um, doing a little bit of Return of Dragons here because we've really caught up with the live playing of Ragged Coast. So we're going to go back and maybe try to do figure out where we are with um, previous episodes. The fall of this year has been a little chaotic for those of us playing the Return of Dragons campaign. So we may have a few episodes that we have to present to you as lost episodes um, where there was playing and we, I'm not 100% sure where we are with the recordings. But um, in the end of this year, the in January, look for some more Return of Dragons content coming up. And I hope everybody has a good holidays and happy new year although we will probably drop at least one more episode next week so i think we have at least one and maybe a bonus one coming up as we end out 2022 but thank you all for listening to ragged coast and return of dragons um the realms campaign world produced by House Rules Collaborative Gaming. All right. Adios. Happy holidays.